Give me the name of our podcast. Curious Act. Uh, Welcome to Curious Act. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Curious Act. This is 22nd February 2020, and we have a very interesting podcast lined up for you today. Uh, joined, um, I'm joined today in the studio with Nirmal Bansali, who founded this uh, podcast, but I took it over because he sucked <laughs> and he forgot to keep uploading. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that. <laughs> uh, we're also joined by Sandesh Atyam, but uh, we can forget yes, about that. Doesn't matter. And Abhinav Gupta, who looks like a monkey. <laughs> I don't know why, but he does. That's uh, racist. But so um, how have you guys been doing? What's up? How have you guys been doing? How are you? Hi, I'm Nirmal Bhansali and you're listening to another episode of Time Capsule. I'm recording this again from my tiny room at the corner of a balcony in my home. As you may know, I've started working as an associate at a law firm. If I'm not sleeping or eating food, you'll always find me here. This tiny room has been a spectator to a lot of endings recently, the end of my final year in law school, the end of my time as a member of a beloved committee, and the end of a sheltered life as a student. The room has also seen the start of a new chapter in my life. I got enrolled as an advocate here, opened a new bank account, and effectively started adulting in this room. Every morning, I come and sit in this tiny room, which is located in the apartment where I've lived for most of my life. I think I'm supposed to be at home, yet every morning I'm reminded of where I'm not. I am intensely aware of the fact that I am not present in MCS 416 my hostel room. I'm not there anymore, and I'll never be there anymore, will I? When I first saw my room, it seemed like an abandoned place. It was dirty, you could collect the dust on your palms, and there was nothing to indicate that it had ever been occupied. The room was filled with emptiness. I really did not know what I was getting into. Before I finished the admission process for my college, my family and I had to spend a couple of days getting the place in order. We cleaned up the room, I got a comfortable mattress, arranged my clothes in the cupboard, made space for my books, and of course, Let's not forget the two rows in my cupboard that were solely dedicated for home food. I didn't have any posters, no other decorations or frames or photos. It was a plain little room. By the time we were done, the room had transformed from a desolate place to something more. I didn't know what at the time. I only thought of it as accommodation, a physical place to sleep in. Soon, my family left, and I was all alone. No one had moved in yet, the semester hadn't started. The entire floor was empty and dark. Only the lights of my room were turned on. The first night I spent in that room, I was terrified. 
I was nervous and confused about the future and felt lonely. In the middle of the night, I could hear a metallic tapping noise outside my room. Someone was knocking on my door. Initially, I thought it was some senior and I decided to ignore them. They would leave when they figured out I was deep asleep, but the knocking continued. I wanted to fall asleep that night, but I couldn't. I was afraid. I closed my eyes in an attempt to sleep. I was thinking about my home, about the future, about the noise outside, and about the dark and lonely room I had come to. The first night I spent in my room, I was confused, scared, nervous, surrounded by a situation where I felt like I was in a horror movie, all alone and with no one to ask for help or support. The next morning, I got out of my bed to see my lock dangling from the door handle making that same noise. The mystery of what ruined my sleep had been solved. I start laughing at myself and the absurdity of the situation I had gotten into so far away from home. At the beginning of this year, it became clear that our college wouldn't be reopening and we would be finishing our college life online. So my friends and I decided to visit the campus together to pack things up and empty our rooms. We were doing it in the middle of our final semester and we knew once college ended, it would be almost impossible to sync our schedules the same way. On February 25th, we landed in Jodhpur. The days before that, we were having a lot of fun in Goa. But the moment we landed in Jodhpur and got on our cabs, all of us fell silent. We were soaking in the familiar roads. I was waiting eagerly for the campus to show up. We reached and I was struck again by what all of this meant. We headed to our rooms. I know that's the thing all of us were looking forward to. To enter that familiar place where one spends most of their time on campus. My friends Sandesh and Astik live on the same floor as me in MCS. We walked up the stairs all the way to the MCS top floor. I was there when Sandesh had opened the lock to his room after more than a year. I could also hear Astik on the other end of the corridor, opening the door and entering his room. I was now standing outside the door of MCS 416. On the door, my friend had long back spray painted the words, the most homely room in MCS. Memories are slowly rushing back. I saw my lock. Instinctively, I reached out to my pocket to take out the key like I always did, but I came empty-handed. I didn't have the key. I was right there, in front of the locked door to my room. I was in front of the room I had lived in for the last few years, but I couldn't enter. 
Before the trip started, I had turned my house upside down and took the help of my family to search for the key to my lock. I was so sure I had gotten it back home when I left campus just before the lockdown, but after weeks of searching, nothing came up. I had traveled all the way to my college in the middle of a pandemic and I did not have the keys to open my door. I was incredibly frustrated and angry at myself for being so irresponsible for not keeping the keys properly. I have never misplaced my keys, I had never broken open any lock before, and I didn't want to either, but that's what it had come down to if I wanted to enter my room. I just had to wait a little bit longer than others. I was telling myself to be patient. At least my friends are able to enter their rooms, so I can hang out there and be glad for them. I was trying to console myself as I was staring at my door. I had at least made it till college after all this while, I thought. I can wait another day before I open the door. At the time, I was suppressing all possible emotions. I was trying to be composed. I don't know how long it was, but Aastik came out of his room and shouted, Nirmal, I found your keys. He came over and put the keys in my hand and I had already started tearing up. It all came back. The last day in 2020, as I was leaving, I had given my room keys to Aastik. He was staying for a few more days before things settled down. I told him he can use my room to sleep since his cooler wasn't working and he could take the food in my room or use the Wi-Fi. It was the most mundane thing to do. I had done this a hundred times before and that's why I'd forgotten about this specific event. It was a reminder about all the things I did in MCS. So there I was with the keys to MCS 416 and as I tried to open the door, I was trembling. My eyes had turned up, my hands were shaking and my vision was blurry. But finally, I got the lock to open. I entered a familiar sight and I was overcome with emotions and memories. I couldn't hold them back anymore. It is not a big room, a single bed, a small balcony where you can put your cooler, a steel cupboard with my clothes, lots of food and a study table. The floor had a common bathroom that everyone could use and a washing machine for our clothes. That was the arrangement. All my life before college, I had only lived in shared spaces. I never had a room of my own. I used to live in a joint family and shared a room with my elder brother. I never understood or could even imagine what it meant to have your own space and make decisions regarding that space all by yourself. I didn't know how to deal with the sudden absence and emptiness that came with moving away from a shared space to one that's your own. Initially, I wasn't quite sure about how to live in MCS 416. I treated it like one would treat a hotel room. 
I didn't think of it as anything beyond a necessity to be able to attend college. At first, I kept my room secluded from others. As days passed by in college, things started to get better. I was making small adjustments and changes. I had made some friends and met a bunch of unique people on my floor and so many other kind souls who made living easy. We would often spend time in my room because my cooler worked really well. We would play games in my room. The room had become a place to make Maggie and have snacks because I always kept food. One thing led to another and I got a lot more comfortable in sharing this space with others. I didn't know what it meant to have your own space, but with the help of others I understood and learned more about myself and eventually how to find joy in MCS 416. There is a certain ease of being in a hostel room, of being in an environment where a lot of things are flexible. I could walk a few steps, meet a friend, and do absolutely nothing together i could knock on someone's door and more often than not it would be possible to have fun random and deep conversations it was smooth and as i look back now unreal how things just clicked when you wanted your own space and didn't want to be disturbed no one would disturb you when you needed help you only had to walk a bit and you will always find help sometimes your own room would become a place where people came to just relax and wind down it was a space where you could trust someone with your vulnerability of course things were difficult there were fights loud noises issues with the washing machine and other random problems It's not easy living together on a floor but these issues always had a way of figuring themselves out the arrangement was interconnected when you wanted it to be or private if you decided you wanted time by yourself life in the hostel was mundane idle exciting and free flowing eventually i started viewing the room not just as some physical space to reside in but my room had become my space it was a place where i belonged this room has borne witness to every aspect of my life for the last few years those walls were a repository of my limited existence in college the space was my private abode and it was also my shared reality with everyone around me i relaxed reflected and lived in peace here everything that i did and didn't do every emotion i felt and never felt everything i learned and didn't learn every memory that i made and couldn't make no matter how i was living the room has been present throughout now it isn't we knew it would take us some time to finish packing and emptying the rooms i mean after opening the door to my room i just sat there for hours doing nothing 
only being washed by my memories and emotions which i didn't know i had at the time a lot of anger and frustration at myself and the pandemic a yearning and longing for all the time that was lost the sadness for what was to come gratitude that i had made it here let's not forget the sinking feeling of procrastination to avoid doing the work that came with cleaning emptying your room is an exhausting process it is emotionally draining and heavy on the mind every room is unique and an expression of yourself perhaps it's the way books are organized alphabetically subject wise or pure chaos it could be the music you play in the room and the art you put up on your wall it's the footwear you decide to leave outside the door it is the method of collecting your clothes for laundry you could use a laundry bag or like me dump the clothes on an empty chair letting them pile up it could be the toiletries that you keep inside that mug which you forgot to return after you borrowed it from a friend 3 months back It is the kind of lights that you use in your room during the night. It's the different magnets and cards that you decide to store which your friends got from competitions or travels that they have been to. It is definitely the kind of food that you decide to keep in your cupboard. The room is a home to all the stories you have lived through and the memories you've made. Every element of the room is yours. It is yours for 5 years, for 10 semesters, for an approximate of 1300 days. And now I had to get rid of all of this in 2 days. I was erasing traces of my room bit by bit, well aware that I would never live here again. Someone else will occupy this space of mine. I was envious of the future occupant. It was a rough 2 days and all I could think about was the limited time I spent in the room. I didn't get all my time here. I haven't crossed those 1000 days. I wanted more time. I was being greedy and that's why I was really slow with my packing. I was trying to recall as much as I could as I was slowly disposing of the things I didn't need and storing away the stuff I would take back home. I kept my books, the legal books which I didn't touch and the new ones that I had ordered in the beginning of 2020. I kept all the different NLUJ event t-shirts. I safely stored all the notes, cards and souvenirs I'd received over the years. I went through and filed away all the letters I had written to myself at the end of every semester. I wanted to take back the different participation certificates and the event ID cards. I ensured I was taking back the only poster frame I'd ever put up on my wall just the semester before. Lots of things also had to be given away or had to go to the trash can. random notes i had lying around some of them with plans on what to do in my final year stationery which i didn't need i gave away my reliable chair sold my cycle which was used as a shared asset by many of my friends perhaps the most painful of everything was getting rid of the food just a day before i left campus in 2020 i had received a box from home 
It contained the board game Risk, which was part of my plan to start a board game club in college. The box also had a lot of homemade food for the remainder of my eighth semester. My friends and I were looking forward to eating all of that together. We never did. I threw away all the food I had in the trash. Homemade stuff, packets, chocolates and chewing gum, chips and biscuits, quite a lot of Maggie packets. There was no saving them. They had crossed the expiry date. Their time was up, just like ours. All my friends had eventually packed things up. It took us a while, but we were finally done. The room was empty now, just like I had found it in the beginning. It was desolate and the atmosphere was melancholic. On the final day, before we were leaving Jodhpur for good as students, my friends and I decided to visit each of our hostel rooms one last time. We made our way through each room, one by one. There was the room which would always have fun music playing, which made you want to dance. The organized room, the room of a former neighbor. We walked past the corridors of the floor where we always shared our rolls and dinner when we ordered them. We had to go to the room which became a pit stop while crossing to the mess arc. The room where I have spent as much time talking as I have in my own. The room which I would knock on at different points of the day as an alarm and so many others. All of us had different experiences and stories attached with each room. So much happened in these spaces and now everything was empty with no more future memories to be made with us in them. Instrumental music playing right outside Nirmal's room. Hi Nirmal. We reached my room, the most homely room. All of us sat down and were talking amongst ourselves, sharing stories. For a short while, I had forgotten about the fact that we were going to graduate soon. That we are living in the middle of a crisis, that I had come here to end things and say goodbye. It felt like I had transported back to the good old normal days where people would come to my room and hang out just like this. At that moment, I was living in the past. Until my friend Astik asked me, Nirmal, kuch khane ko hai? Everything went silent. It was only a few seconds, but it felt like an eternity before I responded. For the first time in five years, ever since I started living in my room, I didn't have anything to share with someone who had asked me this question. Absolutely nothing. No extra bucket, no extra blanket or pillow, no speakers, no Wi-Fi password, no stationery to give, and of course, no food. I looked at my friend. I stood there with a lump in my throat. I was trying to force a smile while I said, I'm really sorry. Today, I don't have anything to share with any of you. I was trying to hold back and keep the emotion to myself, but I couldn't and I burst into tears. The realization hit me then of the different paths all of us are soon going to be taking. 
and the lives we lead things were coming to an end a tragic end this was an ending we didn't deserve it wasn't about sharing food anymore it would be harder and harder to share my time together as well to be able to share create and be part of memories and new moments when i said i don't have anything to share with any of you it seemed to be an end to something special that i was always a part of while we were in college the purpose seemed interconnected and simple it was to get through law school to the best of your abilities spend as much time and make as many memories as you can together with the people you care about that's why there is such ease in living there space was personal and common memories were unique and universal time was your own and shared experiences were your own and you always had people around you to rely on and make them better it took me a while but eventually i knew what i wanted to do out of my time in college i belonged here i knew my purpose here then the pandemic happened and that purpose shattered all of us left college thinking it was a short break only to return and say goodbye the manner in which it ended and the way it ended it destabilized me i never got to see my purpose coming to its satisfactory end the way i had imagined it how do you make sense of an ending you didn't deserve you don't i'm here now at my older home i get through each day in this isolated corner of my tiny room some days i get caught off guard as i become aware of where i'm not the solitude that i'm normally comfortable with becomes waves of loneliness and the space around me feels hollow it seems like i'm stranded all alone on an island that's slowly sinking with no one nearby in my initial days of living in mcs416 at the start of a new journey then i was scared i was so confused and lost i was all alone at the time and i wasn't at ease with the emptiness around me i was always on the edge my life now is also new if there's one thing that living in mcs416 all this while has taught me it's that i can slowly and eventually build a relationship with this emptiness it takes practice to be at ease with yourself and to be able to gaze comfortably beyond the edge i'll never live in that specific room ever again the ache for a time unlived continues but MCS 416 isn't just a physical space anymore. It is now part of my living experience. The memories I made, the thoughts I had, the stories I was a part of, and the many connections I built, 
all of them still remain with me in some form or the other knowing that i lived there fills me with gratitude gives me courage and hope that i can live beyond this void the lock to my room always opened to a day of memories the pandemic slammed it shut and i was forced to accept that it'll never open again at least that's what i thought for the longest time but the room also showed me that there are countless possibilities out there for me i have to be patient and hopeful that even if one door is permanently closed there are many doors out there waiting to be opened to a day filled with shared time and memories that was it for this episode thank you so much for listening i would love to know your thoughts on this episode but also more importantly your hostel room stories what are the experiences that you've had please do reach out to me and share them with me i would love to hear them don't forget to share this episode with all of your friends it always helps once again thank you so much until next time